Hello again, ladies and gentlemen. Ghost Nobody here, ready to bring you Chapter 67 of Radiance. Now, there has been a bit of a problem with this week's recording, as was pointed out to me by one of my listeners earlier on. Something happened about halfway through it. There's about 23, well, about 26 minutes in, to be fair. Somehow the audio just completely cut out. I'm not sure if the mic got muted or what, and I didn't notice, but sometimes these things happen with the recording equipment I use, so can be a bit of a pain in the ass to say the least but it has obviously been rectified as you're about to find out now but that having been said once this intro is over there's about 20 seconds of dead air can't really do anything about that i've tried to clip it out as best i can but the controls are just not delicate enough to be able to catch that much so once this intro finishes there will be a little clip of dead air before the chapter starts so don't worry there's no issue i know it's there It'll, it'll work. So, without that all the way, and with my apologies, let's get on with this show, shall we? Yeah, but first, usual legal disclaimers, I suppose. I don't own Fallout or anything to do with it. That's all Bethesda. I just own the crazy tales, and I'll keep them. Let's get on with the show. Chapter 67. Comprehensive Claw Care. Chris looked up at the giant Alpha Matriarch Claw looming over him, and he had never felt so vulnerable in his life. He just still couldn't truly believe that this was happening to him. Never in his life had he ever imagined looking at another species other than his own, in the way that he was currently looking at the vest right now this second. But somehow, he just couldn't help it. It was like the simple exposure to this incredible team of people and their way of life had not just opened his eyes to what was actually possible in this world and permissible, but also his soul along with it. Somehow he just felt like a part of his soul had just clicked into place, like it had been missing his entire life and he'd never truly known or understood it. But now, as he felt his eyes keep magnetising to Vess's incredibly long and awesomely powerful tail, and they followed those scale-covered rippling muscles right the way up to a surprisingly curved and delightfully feminine rear end, which was hidden just below it. It was really making its presence known to him now. It was like every fibre of her being was simply calling to him. Yes, he knew that she was a supremely powerful and deep, dangerous apex predator, and that her feral cousins had killed many, 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 many humans. But then... So would the reverse been true as well. And not just that, but she was an incredibly dominant female as well. But none of that was repulsive to him somehow. All his life he had been told what he was, that he was a man and he was supposed to be the one in control and the one doing the protecting and the controlling and the fighting. But he was swiftly realising that all this time there was a part of him that was hidden in the shadows of his mind yearning to break free, that simply yearned not only to surrender his control to another, but to let them protect him while he served them. Now that wasn't to say that he secretly yearned to be some sort of slave or that he yearned to be beaten down or humiliated or indeed anything like that. But he kind of liked the idea of being solely responsible for the pleasure and joy of an incredibly powerful woman who would in return protect him and take care of him. The fact that he'd given Vess his word to serve her actually meant a lot to him. To Chris, giving somebody your word meant a lot. He'd been raised to believe that if you gave someone your word, that it was your bond, and that you'd better keep it no matter what it cost you, even if it was your life, because in the end of it, that was the measure of a person. You were only as trustworthy and honourable as your word was, and Chris had never broken his word to anyone, not once, and he was not about to begin now. But having said that, he was incredibly happy that Vess had accepted his take on their agreement. Equals stood shoulder to shoulder, or rather shoulder to hip, but away from prying eyes and in the privacy of their bedroom when they were alone together. She had said that he could, he would serve her, and he couldn't deny to himself that he thought of giving up his control to this surprisingly beautiful female. They'd rather turn him on. 
The fact that a being so powerful would not only look at him the way that she was, but actively wanted him too, and his attentions. It actually warmed his very soul to the core. Okay, so given that my niece informs me that this is actually human equipment, is actually represents a bathing pool, and but I have no idea how to operate it. She also tells me that it's heated, and I would like to experience it warm. So fill the pool, and we begin. We can begin the executive claw wash that I've been promised. Bess said in a commanding voice. Chris nodded and then hesitated slightly as something clicked into his mind. Um, sure, okay. But, um, is it okay if it's just warm and not too hot? My skin is, you know, very sensitive and I can't take it hot as I get kind of scalded easily, he said in a soft and rather embarrassed voice as he was actually forced to admit one of the weaknesses he'd had since he was a baby. His skin was rather incredibly soft and sensitive, and it reacted rather badly to various things such as chemicals or heat. He couldn't help but hang his head a bit when he felt the sh- feeling of shame wash over him, despite it not really being his fault. Suddenly Vess's large claw-tipped fingers appeared below his chin and she lifted his head so that he was forced to look at her as she lowered her head so she was looking right into his eyes at the same level and he felt his heart lurch in his chest as the primal part of his brain started screeching that he was in danger. Of course that is acceptable. I would never do anything that makes you feel pain, or result in you being harmed. I am not that kind of claw, she growled, sending shivers throughout his entire body. Never in his life had he heard such a declaration of care sound like a threat before. Thank you, my Alpha. He said almost out of pure instinct and Vess growled deeply by swishing the long, thick, luscious tail about. I love it when you call me that. So when we are together like this in private, I want you to call me that from now on. Understood, she said and he nodded, making her growl again. Good. Very well then, carry on and let's get this bathing pool started, she said gesturing with her large hand to the massive bath. Chris moved over around the bath, and this way this thing was set up, it was set into the floor and designed to be kind of a large, deep, multi-person bath. Not exactly designed for claws, but given its size and depth, it would be pretty perfect for Vess, really. She wouldn't exactly be able to fully submerge in it unless she was laid down, but it would do some rather nicely for someone of her size all the same. The taps were of a huge bore to be able to fill it quickly, and thanks to the town's filtered water supply that ran off a massive industrial purifier that the townspeople had not only salvaged but rebuilt to the specs to be able to clean out any rads, Chris knew the water was as clean and pure as it could be these days. The house itself had been run off a massive boiler that ran off of one of those fusion core generators that used the fusion core batteries like Seven's suit ran off of in the basement. So when you turned the large taps, the water poured out of it like an industrial fire hose, so that it didn't take hours to fill, and within seconds you could already feel the heat coming off it. Um, would you like me to add some of the bath oils, my Alpha? Chris asked, looking at the selection of bath oils, all sat in a variety of coloured bottles, all lined up in a neat little roll along the shelves next to the bath. What do they do? She asked, curiously looking at the bottles he indicated. Well, for humans, they make your skin soft and smell nice. I'm not sure how they'll work on scales, but they'll make them smell nice at the very least, he said. She turned and growled at him. Do my scales not smell nice now? She asked in a growl, making his skin prickle, but then her smile actually gave away the fact that she was playing with him. But he still didn't exactly know how to answer in a way that wouldn't put his back to a wall. Well, um, yes, but... Wouldn't you like to smell even nicer, my alpha? He said and Vess growled before her smile widened and showed off even more of her massive and sharp-looking teeth. Good answer, my attendant. So show me them, and I will decide on the one I like, she said, and he breathed a sigh of relief before turning to the bottles and opening them one at a time while lifting them up for her to smell it. She picked one that was an orange bottle that smelled of oranges and very strongly of citrus. So he turned and poured a rather generous amount of it into the water stream 
so that it would refill the tub and be dispersed throughout the whole thing. And after only a few seconds, a very strong, sweet smell of citrus filled the air as it dispersed throughout the water. Vess took a deep breath and nodded approvingly. Yes, I will enjoy this scent. It will smell good on you as well, I believe, she said happily as she leaned over and watched the oil flowing across the surface of the water before mixing slightly with it and making it go cloudy with a slightly orange tinge. It took only minutes to fill the actual tub to the appropriate depth. Thankfully, the tub did have overflow drains around the side of it, so if it overfilled or overflowed when Vess clambered in, it would still be fine and wouldn't flood the bathroom. Once the level was good, he stopped the taps and swirled the water, testing the heat. Sure, it was hot, but it wasn't hot enough to trigger any of his issues, thankfully. It's ready, my Alpha, he said, and she nodded approvingly. Very good. Now, I'm going to disrobe you, and you will assist me, because as much as it would please me greatly to have you running around naked all day long, after I tear these annoying things from you, so that I may admire your beauty, I am informed that you humans kind of require those annoying coverings, so you know you don't get sick and, well, die. It's a shame, really. It really is. But I will not have my attendant becoming ill, especially not because of my actions. It is my sworn duty to protect you and to care for you, and your health plus your comfort is my top priority. She growled proudly. Chris felt a shiver pass down his spine as he thought about him, her seeing him naked. And not only that, but her taking his clothes off him as well. She stepped forward and began to try and manipulate the buttons on the front of his jacket, which he quickly saw she had absolutely no chance of opening with her large claws. So he reached up and gently took her hands in his, and he saw her brain seemingly short-circuit at this. But she didn't pull away or try to admonish him. She simply watched as he used her fingers to pop the buttons off without damaging them. Once they were clear, he let go, and she slid her large hands into the jacket and peeled it off his body, before moving her hands up under his shirt and running them very gently over his stone stomach and chest, growling softly as she felt the warmth and smoothness of his skin beneath. Mmm, so soft and smooth she said with a wanting growl in her voice that sent another shock of shivers chasing the first set throughout him. She obviously felt it too when she growled wantingly, her pupils dilating to the size of moons before narrowing back down so they looked like pencil lines as she looked him up and down. I'm very much looking forward to seeing all of what's hidden underneath these annoying coverings, she purred as she lifted his shirt up over his head. And that's when she froze up solid, and he saw her eyes go wide again. She was very, very tenderly, reaching up and touching her fingertips to one of the wounds on his shoulders. And she looked into his eyes. Do your wounds still hurt you? she asked, and he couldn't help but glance down at his feet and nod. Yeah, somewhat. It's getting better thanks to those stim packs and the work that Shauna did stitching me up. But yeah, I'm not going to lie, they still hurt. But I'm not mad about them. A seven was just defending you all, after all. I'm just glad he kind of missed anything vital and didn't kill me outright. I guess this pain is kind of what you'd call my penance for trying to hurt you all. Not that I wanted to, of course. But yeah, I guess you understand, he said softly. Vess looked a little conflicted now, as he could see in her eyes that it seemed to make sense. But then she made a decision and she lifted his chin again. You paid for what you did, Chris, but it was not your fault. They forced you like they forced me. I had no wish to hurt anyone that was not a threat to my pack directly. So you are no more guilty of anything than I am. And I do not want you to be in pain, Chris. You are my male, my love. This play that we are doing is just play. So you are not my servant in reality. You are my mate. And you will not endure pain just to keep my fantasy going. So if anything I do hurts you, you are to stop me right away. Understood? She said, and Chris actually felt really happy about that. Her words really touched him, and he nodded. I will, I promise. He 
he said, and suddenly she wrapped her long, muscular arms right around him, pulling him into a tight hug. I adore you, Chris, and I have no idea what it is about you that does this to me. But to be fair, I think it might be a huge collection of things. I've got no experience with humans, really, especially not in this way, and it makes me so incredibly happy that you are willing to let me do these things with you. And I want you to clearly understand what it means to me. But I will not tolerate you enduring pain for my fantasy. I am deadly serious when I say that it's my job to protect and care for you, Chris. She said, and he felt his heart warming like a sun was rising within it. I understand that, Vess. And trust me when I say nothing makes me happier or prouder than to stand up tall and to say, look what the heart that I have won for myself. I still have no idea how the hell I won her, but look at the woman that is mine. You can keep your human girls, because my girl is a fucking alpha matriarch claw. You gave me a second chance at life, when I still do not believe that I truly deserved one. But you did all the same. And more than that, you freed me, and gave me a third chance to live freely. And I chose you, because you are beautiful to me. And I can actually see why Seven is so passionate about claw love. Because I can already see in such a short space of time that it is truly worth it. Because you are worth it, Vess. You are worth any price and any pain to me. He said, and to his complete surprise, the big alpha matriarch claw actually teared up. She leapt forward and hugged him tightly again. And that right there is why I am proud to say that I love a human now. Because he is proud to love me right back, despite how different we are. And regardless of what has happened to you or to me, you love me and you respect me, all of me. And that means everything to me, she said, and he smiled up at her. Well, what's not to love? Big sexy long tail, legs that could probably kick my ass into space... Muscles I could do my washing on, and horns that are so shiny I could use them as a shaving mirror. Well, using them to stab some yaogwai to death at the same time. My girl is all a girl I will ever need. My proud claw. My proud alpha. He said, and the growl that escaped Vess sent so many shivers bouncing around his body that he felt like he was going to shut his muscles off. He was already going weak at the knees as the growl rumbled through her chest and into his. Her eyes came back up, and they shone with the fires of love and desire. Now I see why my niece and nephew say that humans have silver tongues. You know exactly how to make a claw's heart ache and her tail swish. And I am not ashamed to say her loins burn as well. Now, my human, get those coverings off before I tear them off you, because we are going into that tub and you are going to make every single scale, and I do mean every single one of them, shine. And then I am going to make that skin of yours glow. She growled, and he smiled warmly, realising that the fantasy was back on track. Your wish is my command, my Alpha, he said, making yet another deep wanting growl escape from her. God, he loved this female. He had no idea how it had stuck him out of the blue like a fucking lightning bolt and he realised he didn't give her a single shit either. This female was all he was ever going to need, and the fact that she was not human simply made him even prouder, because look at what he'd managed to catch for himself. The pair of them entered the water when he finally undressed, and the liquid warmth enveloped his naked body up to his neck, and he instantly got the feeling of the heat sinking right into his aching muscles, making his whole body begin to loosen up. It seemed that the effect it had on Vess was even far more profound. Her pupils turned into a pair of black moons in the centre of her eyes, nearly blacking out all of the colour in her irises completely. Holy shit, this is fucking incredible. Humans have harnessed the power of volcanic pools in their own homes, she exclaimed, standing momentarily looking lost in the centre of the pool before she sank herself up to her large chest swells in the water and let out a very long, happy-sounding growl. Chris found himself amazed at how rapidly he was beginning to recognise the intended emotion behind her growls and snarls. 
He guessed it was because of all the time he'd spent around the feral claws, helping feed them, etc., that it had taught them. But now he had a sentient claw, and he was able to understand those no noises even more, because they were company with words to help him understand the motives and emotions that were going through her as they, as they were sounding. She turned to look at him and fixed him with a rather predatory grin that sent yet another shiver throughout him. Because as her lips curled up, her pupils managed to force themselves into pencil-thin lines, revealing a hell of a lot of gold and green in her beautiful eyes. A large, clawed hand emerged from the depth of the pool, and she did a come-hither motion with a large index finger as she grinned at him. The pools were so deep that Chris had to practically swim over to her, as the seats were only around the outer edge, where the steps were located. But where she was now, and where he was, he was up to his neck, so he had to half-wade, half-swim over to the big claw. As he reached her, he felt her long tail tapping against his ankles as it gently swished back and forth, and he could actually feel the current that it made in the water, and he couldn't believe the power she had in it. He also couldn't help but think she'd be a fantastic fucking swimmer if she decided to use this to propel herself along in the water. As he got close enough, her hand suddenly seized him and pulled him off his feet, forcing him to essentially kneel upon her hips, which, as it happened, was slanted just enough of an angle to keep his head out of the water, but not to keep the, his head out of the gap between her chest swells. She let out a deep, throaty growl as she felt his head slot right in between them. Hmm, it seems you are perfect fit, my attendant. It makes me wonder just how much more of you will be a perfect fit when the time comes, she said, her voice rumbling right through his, his body and almost into his soul. Hopefully all of it, my Alpha, he said softly, half expecting him not to, not her to not hear him, due to his voice being somewhat muffled by the large scaly sacks encasing his head against her chest. But oh, she heard him all right because the growl that followed his words was unmistakably one of pure desire. That makes two of us, my attendant. Now, I believe it is time we begin this exclusive claw wash, don't you? She said, and he nodded, not pulling his head out, as he was rather enjoying the sensation of having his head jammed in there. He was rather comfortable, and listening to her powerful heart thumping against his forehead was actually surprisingly comforting. She gently pulled him out from between them and stood him back up while she herself sending a cascade of water flowing down off her massive body and onto him, soaking his head and slicking his hair to his skin, making him blow out some of it through his mouth. When he glanced up, she saw he saw her grinning down at him. I hope you are ready for a workout, my attendant, as you've got a whole lot of claw to wash. She growled and he just smiled up at her. I'll give it my all, my alpha. Now, where would you like me to start? He said, grinning up at her. And she looked thoughtful for a moment before moving over to the edge and sitting herself back down again. She pointed to her head and horns. You will start with my head and make sure you pay great attention to my horns, as I take great pride in them. And being your alpha, my horns should always be shiny and smooth. She said, and he nodded heading up the steps so he was able to climb up level with her head and his shoulders. He noticed a large scrubbing brush and a perfect-looking loofah hanging on a hook nearby, so he decided to retrieve them and set them down next to him, along with some soap, which after he'd used a lather up both of them, he did the same to his hands. As soon as he was ready, he knelt down behind her. She glanced back at him and let out a dump, deep, grumbly growl. Now, there is something so delicious about a pretty human boy on his knees. Really makes a girl's tail swish, she said in a voice that was half growl and half purr. Made him flush from head to toe. It also made a certain part of his anatomy finally give it up its battle to stay out of everything that was happening and to join the proceedings, so it rose to join the conversation. A point that, by the way, Vess's pupils turned into pencil lines again didn't go unnoticed by the big alpha matriarch claw. But oddly enough, she never said a word as he moved forward and began to wash her, first using the loofah to scrub along her head and horns. Now it was obvious that Vess took care of her scales, but even so, it didn't really take many scrubs for Chris to really begin to make them shine, 
as any stubborn dirt and grime that was clinging on because, well, she had been living out in the wilds, began to lose its grip and come away. Now the loofah couldn't get under the scales or even in between them properly, so he had to resort to using both the brush and eventually to his fingers. When he did, lifting the scales gently to make sure there was nothing stuck in between them, and the flesh that was beneath them as well. Vess herself seemed to have gone into a bit of a trance and was almost continually growling and purring away happily to herself. She seemed to relish the feeling of his dexterous little fingers as they worked themselves in between her scales and working over the flesh hidden beneath it. As also requested, he did pay very special attention to her horns and due to their size he had to use both hands to grip them and to work the lather around them. He worked around the thick shafts first, all the way from the root, right the way down to the pointed tips. The growls became full-on deep purrs as he worked closer and closer to the tips of them. He also worked around her face, and noticed that she kept her eyes closed while he worked around her surprisingly handsome face, and down onto her thick, powerful neck before moving on to her broad shoulders. He had to lift her massive arms as he worked down each one and he noticed that her massive bulging biceps were beginning to flex as tense up so she could show off her strength for him and he couldn't get over just how incredibly strong she actually was. It was like watching a woman turn into a block of scaled steel with something nothing more than a simple flex. She had now opened her eyes and seemed to be watching him very carefully as he moved around her. She greatly seemed to be enjoying his reactions as she kept on feeling her muscles turning into banded steel below her scales and flesh every time she flexed them. After he finished working, over both her massive broad back and shoulders, he moved around to her chest and he found himself face to face with her massive chest swells again. Take your time here. You will not rush these. I want you to pay very extra close attention to these. I want them extra clean. Understood? She growled and he nodded slowly, trying not to lick his lips as he lifted her massive chest swells out of the water and his eyes darted about tracking the rivulets of water that ran down between the scales and slid into the depths of her cleavage. Yes, my alpha, he said. He had to kneel on her huge thighs so he could actually reach them properly. It's hard to say if they were true breasts or not, but they sure really looked like them. Not that Chris had actually seen what real ones looked like, given that he'd only touched these ones before, because the only other ones he'd actually seen belonged to his mother and sister, which he'd been seen when he was younger. And given that he'd never had a girlfriend before, it was kind of obvious that he'd never seen anyone else's up close. Well, not until now, anyway. He reached up and took hold of first her left breast, and he was genuinely surprised by the incredible weight of the damn thing. He was also shocked by how so something so incredibly firm could also be so wonderfully soft. While the scales themselves were firm to protect the flesh underneath, the whole thing was like soft putty, and it actually felt like it flowed between his fingers, making getting under each scale actually incredibly easy. That's when two hidden flaps opened up between the scales in the centres, and they seemed to open up and reveal two large dark nipples, which seemingly appeared out of nowhere at first, as they filled up with a hot blood and they became erect, standing proudly off her chest. He went to reach up to wash them as well, when suddenly Vess caught hold of his hands, so fast that her hands coming out of the water were like a pair of striking sharks and nearly made him jump out of his damn skin. Stop! Vess snarled and he cowered for a moment, before easing up as he realised she wasn't actually going to hurt him. A brief flicker of regret passed through her eyes as she realised she'd scared him with her intense actions, and she eased up her grip on his wrists as to not be painful. Is something wrong, my Alpha? he asked in a timid voice, and she shook her head, making a shower of droplets fall from her large horns. No, not wrong. I just wish you to use a different method to clean these. I do not wish you to use your hands, she growled, and he felt somewhat confused. So, um, what exactly would you like me to use, my alpha? 
he asked, and she gave him a deep smirk. Your tongue and your mouth. I want you to lick them and suck them clean. She growled deeply, sending a massive shot of heat right throughout Chris's body, like a miniature sun-going supernova in his core. And he turned his head back to find that she had positioned her chest now right in front of his face, and she was holding his wrists together in one hand, so that he had no choice now but to use his mouth as commanded. So slowly he extended his tongue and ran it right over the hot and incredibly soft feminine claw flesh, making a loose and deep throaty growl that if he hadn't known it was pleasure, probably would have shaken him to his very core because it sounded very much like a predator about to attack. As his tongue flicked the tip, he felt it pulse right underneath it in perfect time with a powerful heartbeat. Yes, just like that, my beautiful attendant. Now, put the whole thing in your mouth. I want to feel your tongue all over it. She growled in a commanding, but also wanting voice. He did as he was commanded and popped the massive fleshy nub into his mouth, letting it fill it as he began to suck on it. Vess let out the most incredible of growls and snarls as Chris worked all over a sensitive, hot, feminine flesh until he jumped between them, one to the other, working them both in tandem. Suddenly she stopped him. Now, for my lower half. You will start first at my feet, then work up both my legs, one at the side one at a time, right to my thighs and onto my hips. But you will leave my tail and rear end for last. Is that understood? She said, and he nodded. Yes, my Alpha, he said a little breathlessly as she suddenly rose out of the water, showing off her entire beautiful massive body to him. Vess turned and leaned on the wall with her hands, so her back was to him. She couldn't, so it was so she could easily balance on one foot. Her feet were truly massive, kind of reminded him of a crow's foot somewhat, just much, much larger, obviously. This also made it incredibly easy for him to work his hands all around each of his massive clawed toes, though, to be fair, due to their size, he did have to use both hands on each toe. Fortunately, there were only three of them on each foot, which he lifted in turn for him to work, though she did seem to rather enjoy the massage he was giving her as he was working on each foot and he figured that one day he might actually have to offer her a proper foot massage, as he got the feeling she'd probably rather like it. Both her calves and her thighs were like trying to wash and massage tightly wound steel cables that were bunched together and wrapped in scales that were just so wonderfully soft but incredibly hard at all the same time. The scales themselves were hard on the outside of their thighs, but soft all along the inside, and as he moved up her legs, he could see an odd flap that was tight to her crotch that somehow he'd failed to notice before. But now, because it was twitching, as she seemingly seemed to fight to keep it closed, he'd managed to spot it. This kind of made him smile, because suddenly he realised right at that exact moment what exactly kind of effect his actions of his touch was actually having on this big female claw before him. As he got to her broad and wide hips... She moved her large rear end out towards him and brought her tail up so that it now rested over his shoulder. Start at the tip and take your time. I wish to feel every single moment of this. Is that understood? She said and he nodded. Yes, my alpha, he said deeply. Suddenly he reached up and gripped the tip of her tail, swirling it with his fingers and making her growl with desire. He had to work in a bit of a spiral motion working up the long tail because it was so long and so thick. Not to mention it's luscious. But he did make sure he took his time just as she commanded to make sure every single scale shone like it was made from pure jade or emerald. But then it was the smooth coloured cream coloured scales along the underside's turn and that really started to amp things up for her. They started about halfway up her tail and he took great pleasure and pride in making these already glass-smooth scales shine. And it was obvious by the deep throaty growls and shimmying twitches that were taking place throughout her entire body, not to mention her tail itself, she was taking pleasure in it too, just a very different kind. As he got closer to the root of her tail, 
it began to lift up to allow him to get underneath it, and he began to catch glimpses of a little triangle right at its very base, hidden directly below the root of her tail where it attached to her body. It suddenly seemed that it was completely unprotected by any scales, and seemed to just be made of exposed flesh, and that's when he noticed a surprisingly tight-looking hole dead centre set right in the middle of it. The effect upon Chris that seeing such an intimate thing as he realised what it was was incredibly profound. His heart began hammering in his chest. His skin flushed and tingled and burned as the flush of the hot blood sought out and escaped from his organs to cool off a bit. Well, all except for one organ anyway. That was so full of blood and throbbing so hard that he was beginning to think it might actually burst or possibly explode off his body like a fleshy missile. And given where it was pointed right now, he actually began to wonder how the big alpha female matriarch claw would actually react if she got hit right in the tail hole by a detached supersonic human cock that got fired from his crotch. Due to the fact that her tail was so wide and thick, Chris actually had to stoop and in places kneel to crawl under it and wash under it while it was balanced over his back. It was also pretty heavy, so it pushed him right down onto his knees directly behind her. She squatted down slightly so she could lift her tail for him even more as he washed under it. So apart from turning his head 90 degrees to either left or right, his entire vision field was filled with supremely beautiful scaly rear end. Her buttocks looked like two large scaled kettlebells packed directly underneath her tail. He felt his mouth suddenly both dry up and then water at the sight. As his fingers began to trace the outer edges of the fleshy triangle under the root of her tail, Vess's deep, rumbly voice barked from the other side, commanding him. Stop, she commanded, and he froze in place, with his heart pounding like a jackhammer in his chest as his eyes were drawn to the puckered little hole in the centre. You will not use your hands to wash this part of me, she said, her voice obviously battling to keep the tremor from it, and again Chris's pride surged as he realised the true effect he was having on her. Do you wish me to use my mouth again, my alpha? He asked, having to work to keep the excited tremble from his own voice. Yes, and more specifically your tongue. I've heard and now felt that human tongues can do magical things for claws, and I wish to experience the truth of this. So you will use your tongue to clean the entire thing. Understood, she commanded. Yes, my alpha. He stammered, suddenly very excited and very glad that Vest took her his hygiene very seriously. He could also see that the whole thing was already sparkling clean and he hadn't even got to touch it yet. Good boy. Now take your time and make sure you get every single inch. She growled and Chris moved forward on his knees until he was face to face with that fleshy triangle. And like he'd been ordered to, he opened his mouth and began to trail his tongue in long slow licks along it. The snarl that escaped from Vess was one of supreme pleasure. He placed a hand on each of her buttocks and dug his fingers into those scaly orbs of feminine flesh, and these this only made her growl even deeper. He worked his tongue around the outer edge, moving inward slowly as he could. Her flesh was soft and boiling hot under his exploring tongue, and as he moved closer and closer to his intended target, he decided it was now his turn to tease her. So he decided to move even slower, torturously slow, as he closer he got, until he was just lightly flicking her with his tongue tip, and it was obvious that it was driving the big claw girl crazy. When he finally had nowhere else left to go, he stuck out his tongue and drew it slowly over the outer edge of her tail hole. As it turned out, this particular move was the straw that broke the incredibly large scaly camel's back. He'd done such a good job teasing Vess that she simply couldn't hold on anymore. No sooner had his tongue began to explore and tickle her tail hole with a flurry of little licks, she just exploded. The flap covering her most sacred treasure shot to one side like it had been retracted on a bolt, and she let out a bellowing roar as a flood of thick-looking liquid poured from her and ran down the inside of her thighs. She also looked like she was about to go weak at the knees, so weak that she actually had to dig her claws into the floor to stop herself from falling, not to mention the wall. 
this surprised Chris completely, as somehow he'd never actually imagined a claw girl having an orgasm, let alone the most powerful orgasm she'd ever had in her life, despite the fact it really even actually got started properly yet. This also had the side effect of sending Vess completely and utterly over the edge. She recovered almost as quick as it came on, and she stood up to her full height and spun around, causing Chris to have to leap backwards and fall on his butt to avoid being bowled over by either her legs or her large tail. Her eyes now had a frenzied and predatory look right in them, and they locked right onto him. Suddenly she shot forward with such speed that he barely saw her move, before he suddenly was plucked from the ground and thrown completely over her broad shoulder. Me, you, nest, now, she snarled and began marching off towards the door despite not having dried off. It seemed that she didn't care a single shit about being wet. All he could do was whimper a little response. Yes, my alpha, from her shoulder before he finally found himself in the bedroom again. Oh boy, this was going to be kind of interesting. Vess swung Chris around and placed him on his feet at the side of the large bed. Get on your knees, she growled, her voice having gone deep and incredibly gravelly. He felt his whole body shiver at the command in it, and before he'd even realised it, his body had actually obeyed her. He got down on his knees before her before he even realised he was actually going to do that. I'm going to crouch over your face, and you're going to put that beautiful mouth and single tongue, silver tongue of yours to good use. I want to feel it inside my mating hole. You are going to lick my entire mating hole clean, and then you're going to have, make me have another one of those. And when you do... You're going to swallow everything I give you, as I understood, my beautiful human. She growled and he nodded. Yes, my alpha, he stammered, though the stammer wasn't exactly caused by fear, but more like pure excitement. Good, she said, and then she rose up to her full height once more, stepped forwards, looming over him, to give him the most incredible view right up her intrigally massive body, right up from her scaly lips over onto her huge, wide, feminine hips, right up her washboard-tight stomach, directly over The only thing you could see of her horns was peeking out over the top of her chest twells, because they kind of blocked the view being so large and all. Suddenly she leaned forward and looked down at him between them, and this sent her yet another thrill right through him. He couldn't believe that he was doing this, or that this was happening to him, but here he was, on his knees before an alpha female claw, about to give her oral. This was the best day of his life. She squatted down low enough for her crotch to line up perfectly with his face. It was obvious that she couldn't see him properly by the way she kept shifting her weight from foot to foot to try and find him. So he decided to help her guide herself by kissing the outer lips, which suddenly tensed and then opened up like a flower to reveal her blood-flushed, darkened skin within as well as her vaginal hole, not to mention her incredibly swollen clit. She dragged her lips up over his face until he made a perfect steal over his mouth and lower jaw. This had the habit of coating his entire face with her essences as well. Once his mouth was sealed in between her lips, she reached down with her free hand and gripped his head in one of her hands, winding her fingers deeply into his hair and gripping it to control his head so that he couldn't pull away. Not that he actually wanted to, Suddenly he ran his tongue up the inside of each of her lips, making her growl so that he proved that point. Her taste was incredibly powerful. It was a mixture of musky while being sweet and spicy at the same time. It managed to turn his senses to mush, like the slightest taste of it acted like the most powerful aphrodisiac on him. He pushed his tongue in between her fleshy inner lips and used it to push right straight through a surprisingly tight hole. He managed to grab hold of her with her incredible muscles and pull his tongue right out of his head and into her body. In fact, she had such a tight grip on it that she was actually able to trap his tongue inside her and he could actually feel her muscles rippling and milking all the way along it as he tried his best to lick every single inch of her insides that he could reach. Not that he could reach much, but he tried his hardest all the same. She also had begun grinding her clit against his nose and upper lip though she did seem to be being careful not to trap his nose underneath it, so that he couldn't breathe. But by the noises she was making, it must have felt truly incredible for her, which sent another swell of pride through him. 
the fact that he, a little human like him, was pleasing this truly incredible creature was a badge of pride that he was wearing with honour. A fact that was only compounded by only a few minutes later she lost her fight and another truly massive orgasm tore right through her. Her vagina itself very nearly tore his tongue right out of his head as it tried its desperately to pull it up towards her womb. This also had the side effect of actually forcing his mouth open as wide as it would go, so when her essence flooded out of her, it filled his mouth completely, forcing him to have to swallow that spicy-flavoured nectar gulp after gulp. Once Vess was down from this, from the knee-shaking orgasm which she marked with yet another bellowing roar, she quickly leant down and snatched him from the floor and pitched him right onto the bed making him bounce across it before leaping onto the bed and slamming down right above him. I'm going to breed you, human, she roared loudly, grabbing Chris's hands and pulling them above his head once more, holding him tight to the bed with her body, and Chris looked truly shocked. It's just like he just kind of lost himself completely to her will. It was like she completely overwritten his own will with her own. Breed me, my alpha. He cried out in a voice he barely even recognised as his own, the moment that it left his lips, and it seemed that Vess didn't need to be given any more permission than that, because while she'd shifted both of his hands into one of hers, she'd also reached down with the other and seized his manhood, sending shockwaves throughout his entire body. This was the first time that any other hand other than his own had been laid on it, and now suddenly it was found itself trapped in between the fingers tipped with claws so sharp that he could clip it from his body with very little to zero effort. But thankfully, this claw of hers was very gentle. She lowered herself and planted a massive clawed foot either side of his hips, causing her to have to squat to get into place. She reached right up to his armpits. The claws were so large. Then she flicked his manward upwards so it was pointing up from between her fingers. And as she did, she locked her eyes squarely onto his moving herself slowly and torturously into position before lining it up on his manhood. Then, without blinking, one slow, slick movement, she sank the whole thing right to the hilt inside her. The noise had escaped Chris's lips as it happened, as he felt this boiling hot feminine flesh grabbing hold of him and squeezing him, drawing him deeper inside her, made her growl and smile. Yes, this is what I want. This is what I deserve, all of you, she snarled as she began to squirm all over him, and her insides began to squirm as well, gripping and rippling up and down his shaft, stroking his tip. She couldn't take sitting still for long, though, to be fair, because she began to move in short, sharp thrusts that made her flesh slap against his wetly, but at the same time managed to keep him as deep as possible within her. Chris's brain simply couldn't process the pleasure that Vess's insides were causing him as they gripped him and swirled all over his exposed tips, rubbing his nerves raw. It was like she was trying to suck every life drop of life right out of him through his dick. And thanks to her stamina, she didn't slow down for a single second. She just kept pounding at him. You will seed me, human. You will give me what's mine and no one else's right now. She snarled, and her words were just too much. He lost it. Yes, my Alpha, he yelled, and just like that he exploded deep within her, causing Vess to slam down hard on him and seal his entire manhood right up to his balls in her depth, so that each and every single shot reached right to her greedy womb, which was helped along by the tremendous orgasm that tore right through her at that moment, exactly it timed well as the first shot hit her cervix. Vess kept him pinned while they rode out their mutual orgasm together, until she finally, completely spent, released him and rolled off him onto her side, but not before pulling him into the tightest and most pervasive hug of his life. It was like she was trying to wrap his entire soul in her scales and love. That was the most beautiful thing I have ever felt, my exquisite human love. But please, please tell me I didn't go too far with it. Vess said, suddenly sounding rather worried in a quiet voice. Too far, my love? he asked questioningly. I didn't mean to push too far, too fast, or to humiliate you, or make you even feel pain because I know I was a little rough on you, especially with your shoulders. 
and I definitely didn't want you to make you feel like you did had to do something that you didn't want to because you were scared of what I would do if you refused. And only now afterwards do I see that I could have made you feel that way, she said, and suddenly it clicked. She was worried that she'd been too dominant and had actually scared him into doing those things rather than him doing them willingly. Oh, my beautiful claw, you didn't do anything wrong. You made me feel amazing. I've never felt so wanted or desired in my entire life. The fact that I could see you like this and I could make you feel this way and to make you feel these things as well is my proudest moment. Seeing you climax like that from my merest touch and from my merest lick made me feel so incredibly happy. So no, you didn't humiliate me. I was there through choice, remember? You made me feel proud and happy. And if I'm so honest, I love serving you like this. And it made me realise just how much I loved you, my big sexy alpha claw. He said, cuddling tight into her chest and planting his face against hers. She growled deeply. Next time I'm washing you. And I'm not going to take no for an answer. I have never felt this way in my entire life, my sexy human. And I swear to whatever deity placed you in my path and my arms. I will make you feel happier than you've ever imagined with me. But next time... It's going to make me, it's going to be me that makes you squirm and roar, she said, and he laughed. I'll look forward to it, Vess. I really do, he said, and with suddenly a loud yawn, Chris couldn't fight the exhaustion any more. Laying his head down, he fell soundly asleep with his face nestled right into Vess's neck, while she purred them both to sleep. That was chapter 67, ladies and gentlemen. Sounds like Vess and Chris really did have a good time. And uh, let's hope we run into having some more fun with them later on down the line. Now, um, as I said, there was a problem with this week's recording, so I do hope that it didn't spoil your enjoyment too much. As always, I do hope you can like, share and subscribe to this wherever you can. You know, at my own website even, ghostnobody.com. And uh, while you're there, maybe pop over to the ghostly link section, click on Mortis and head on over to Smashbox. Pick up yourself a copy. You never know, some... Dominant hot sexy cat girls and one-legged human snipers might tickle your pickle, shall we say. And, you know, it helps support me and keep me in doing this and doing the things that I love. And it helps me to bring even more alien romance stories to you guys. Because, you know, it keeps me going. So, thanks very much. Until next time, this is Ghost Nobody signing off. And saying, I'll see you next time.